and other health scare for Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. The 81-year-old Republican appeared to freeze for about 30 seconds during a Q&A with reporters in his home state of Kentucky yesterday. Watch. Did you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all, we're going to need a minute. Now, this is just the latest in a string of health-related incidents for McConnell this year. That includes several falls, as well as a similar freezing episode at the U.S. Capitol late last month. And it's all raising additional questions about the fitness of the 81-year-old to lead Senate Republicans. Joining us now, Dr. Sanjay Gupta and Scott Jennings, senior political commentator and a longtime friend and advisor to Leader McConnell. And, Scott, that's kind of where I want to start with you, because the contrast of yesterday... Uh, really kind of feeds into what I've been hearing over the course of the last several months, where you talk to people around McConnell, you talk to Senate Republicans. I spoke to Republican Senator last night who would say, in our interactions with him, we don't see stuff like this, which to some degree almost makes it more jarring and more unsettling when you do. Yesterday was a great example of that. A couple of hours later, he was at a fundraiser for a top-tier Senate candidate in Indiana. You were with him as well uh, yesterday, I believe. How's he doing? Well, he was doing great last night. Um, you know, I should also point out on the video, you know, what is not being shown very often is the fact that, you know, 30 seconds later, he came back and he answered several more questions from reporters. And right. then he took off. And as you pointed out, he came back home to Louisville. I was with him with Jim Banks, who's running for Senate in Indiana. He met with a group, answered questions, worked the crowd, uh, and was, you know, on top of it, sharp and fully in command of, uh, you know, all the all the politics and issues of the day. So, and I, and I should also tell you, I, I was with him two days ago and watched him give a long speech to a lunch crowd and then answer several questions from that crowd and uh, in the midst of another long day. So throughout the month of August, uh, he has kept up a pretty robust schedule. He was down at the Fancy Farm Political Picnic, which is a huge, you know, thousands of person thing. You probably saw a video on that. So uh, it's really kind of been business as usual for McConnell, other than this incident that happened uh, that you showed the video of. Uh, it's been a normal, uh, robust schedule for him uh, from my perspective and my up-close observations throughout this month. I'm no doctor, but to hear that he has still a robust schedule, that he went to a fundraiser afterwards, um, I don't know. It just seems like he's pushing himself in a way that might be problematic. I want to get to Sanjay Gupta, our resident doctor here. As a neurosurgeon, what did you see? What did you make of what happened? Well, first of all, let me just say that what Scott is describing is really important to know because whatever this is, it, it comes and goes, and it seems to come and go quickly. And in the world of, of uh, you know, when you're looking at the brain, that's an important sort of clue. What, what I saw, and, and this is, I think, an appropriate term here, is the, is the term freezing. Um, that, that, does, that does sort of describe this freezing of his body, freezing of his speech, freezing of his face. His hands were very clenched to the side of the lectern. Uh, one of his aides came over and was, you know, trying to, I think, just uh, raise his arm. And he was, he was pretty locked in there for about 30 seconds. But then, as Scott mentions, a, a short time later, uh, he, he seems to be more lucid again and seems to improve. And when he walks out of the room, he's walking out, moving his arms and his legs, which is important because people think, is this some sort of stroke or precursor to stroke, such as TIA? Less likely, given how quickly the recovery happens. You do think of things like a, a seizure, for example, a, a sort of mini seizure that can cause these sorts of symptoms, or even certain medications or coming off medications. People who have Parkinson's, for example, when their medications start to wane off, 
They may have freezing episodes. But again, um, it, it, it comes and goes. And I think what is curious is we've seen it twice. The aides that rushed to his side, they, they didn't seem so uh, sort of affected by it, almost to the point where you wonder, is this something they're more used to? Uh, if this were the first time it happened, I would say, look, you got to get to the doctor, figure out, is something going on here with the blood flow to your brain or something? They didn't seem to react that way, which I thought was another important clue. You know, Scott, it's an interesting point because for people, if you see the video, the woman in the video is somebody uh, from the event itself. The gentleman you see who, who very clearly uh, kind of reads and understands the leader quite well is from his service detail who I've seen around him for years at this point. But to what Sanjay's saying, and I think also to your point, where you guys see and talk to him on a regular basis, uh, people don't seem surprised, unsettled, at least in kind of their public response to what they've seen. Is that the case in kind of McConnell world, which is a very tight-knit group? Well, first of all, the woman is Robin Taylor. Uh, she is Senator McConnell's director. She travels with him to all of his events. His oh, stage. you're right. She sees oh, him sorry. up close. Yeah. I saw her... Yeah, I saw her last night as well, and she was telling me about the, you know, the the breakneck schedule he's got them on <laughs> in the month of August, mm -hmm. and I know they've been running around and, and doing all sorts of things. I mean, he's had a number of press interactions, constituent interactions, uh, you know, sort of speech uh, interactions, but also just private meetings. I mean, she has seen him up close all month, and he's been perfectly fine and has been um, in you know in full command of all the duties that you would expect a U.S. senator. To perform, I think she was uh, in the moment wondering, uh, truthfully, whether he had heard the question. Because I think since he had his concussion, there have been some moments where obviously his hearing has not been quite as good as it used to be. And so I think she has gotten used to making sure he heard uh, the gist of the questions that are being asked. And I, I think that's what you saw her reacting to in that moment. But, you know, last night, she told me as soon as they got back in the car after the event, you know, he was a chatterbox all the way from northern Kentucky down to Louisville. And, and I can personally attest at the at the Banks event, he he had no trouble hearing, no trouble speaking and no trouble telling everybody how focused he is on winning back the Senate majority. So there was there, I mean, it was it was like nothing had happened. It was it was really something. Scott, I, sir, sir's got a, a few more for Sanjay, but I, I do want to ask you that I think his office had said that they plan to see a doctor between the event and the fundraiser yesterday. Do we have any sense of whether that happened, how things went with that? Uh, I don't know, to be candid with you, yeah, Phil. I suspect he did, but, I, but I, I, I'm not able to speak to that right now. Um, Scott spoke of uh, the other things that have happened uh, medically to, to McConnell. He experienced some serious major health issues, and there was a fall. Can you walk us through what, the th what he went through, Sanjay? Um, and this has happened, I guess, over the past eight months. We've seen uh, numerous mm. things that has happened with him. Can you walk us through that? Well, I'll preface by saying, you know, he, he did have a history of polio as a child, so he's always had difficulty walking, is my understanding. And even back in 2019, four years ago, he had a significant fall, you may remember, I think fractured or at least dislocated his shoulder mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the timeline here, um, there have been some, you know, pretty significant events, a fall back in February, that significant fall you're talking about that led to a concussion and broken ribs and a hospitalization, that was in March. He's had these episodes where he's had trouble hearing reporters. It's, it's tough to tell if he loses his train of thought or that's actual hearing loss. Hearing loss is not uncommon in someone his age. Uh, another fall in the, in the middle of July. And then these two episodes now, about a month apart, where, again, freezing is the right term in, in terms of what happened, lasting about 30 seconds. 
And again, as Scott pointed out last time as, and this time as well, he does seem to recover quickly from, from whatever this is, but I think he needs to get it checked out and, and have a diagnosis so that it doesn't get worse. All right, Scott, I just want to quickly go to you because politics is going to play into this no matter uh, what you think on a human level. If this same thing would have happened to Biden during a press conference, there would have been an uproar, correct? Do you think that age is going to really play into the 2024 uh, election cycle because of what's happening with McConnell, these freezes, what's happened with Dianne Feinstein, and, you know, people coming after mostly folks from the Republican side, but there are some Democrats coming after Biden for his age? Uh, yes, uh, without question. I think Joe Biden's biggest political problem, honestly, and there was a big uh, a survey that came out yesterday on this, is the belief that he is uh, too old to do the job or he is not up to doing the job of president of the United States. That's a different job than U.S. Senator, and I should note McConnell's actually not up for re-election until 2026. But one of Joe Biden's biggest problems uh, is a persistent belief that uh, he should have not run again over his age. And that is, as you pointed out, a belief that's held by a lot of Democrats. Now, I do think a lot of those people will ultimately vote for him because they don't Donald Trump or some other Republican. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's going to be a big issue. And it's also probably going to honestly highlight the role of the vice president uh, in this next election. And that'll be true for both parties if the, if the Republicans nominate Donald Trump, although he's been you know, quite vigorous, you know, he's no spring chicken either. Right. And so, yeah, in our politics, are we having a conversation about age? Absolutely. We should be having a conversation, I think, about term limits, too. And I know that conversation does come around every now and then. Thank you to both of you. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, you know I love you. Scott Jennings, I got some love for you, too. Thank you both. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys.